Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the episode of the Spotlight Series, the show where we choose a genre every month and then we watch some of the best episodes or movies. <laughs> I was just watching Naruto, but uh, we watch some of the best movies with that genre. So we are in natural disaster or just disaster disaster month yeah because some of them well no all of them are natural all the ones we're watching are natural but there are definite other disaster movies we could be watching yeah you're right you're right and we're going with one from 1996 i thought it was a 95 film 1996 film we are going to review twister (laughs) uh yes the film with that cow flying by uh, hey, that was the pinnacle of CGI. Yeah, uh, it, it didn't look super terrible no, when you watched it. Actually it actually kind of held up. I was shocked. It could have looked much worse since CGI in 1996 was not good. Well, it kind of depends on what's happening around it because there's scenes from uh, the second Terminator film and they made sure to use shadows and light and stuff like that to make stuff look good. That's why it still looks great to this day. But if, you know, there wasn't shit happening with the CG, be like, oh, that's gross looking. So uh, they did the same thing here. So this film is directed by Jan DeBont. Bont? Bont? Whatever. But this person actually... Probably pronounced Jan. Jan. Jan DeBont. And the T's probably silent at the end. Yeah, you're right. So... uh, (laughs) Jan DeBont. He's known for directing Speed. I love that movie with Keanu Reeves on the bus. It's me. Oh, I thought you shrugged your shoulder like you never watched it. I was like, How can no, you? I've seen it. It's just meh. And Twister. So <laughs> these two films. I learned that Twister is actually based on a story from Michael Crichton. And I was like, oh, holy shit. That's really cool. And sold it for two million bucks. Uh, if you don't know Michael Crichton, he did Congo. Jurassic Park. And oh man, there's one more. I couldn't name another. There's one more did. big book that he did that turned into a movie. Uh, something with animals, but uh, yeah, uh, this is weird. Usually his things are science fictiony mixed with some type of well, a lot of facts and stuff. This one's just, <laughs> just tornadoes. <laughs> there's nothing really science fictiony to it, but hey, eh, what are you gonna do? Um, so this film it was produced by Michael Crichton. Kathleen Kennedy, hey, we know that vo- that name, and Steven Spielberg, along with a ton other people. So this is, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense going off of how much money it made and all the stuff. Uh, it, it's a big movie. So this film, it stars Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and uh, Carrie Ells as a douchebag Southern meteorologist not no not a meteorologist uh he's a storm chaser (laughs) yeah uh so if you don't know anything about twister that's crazy but this film is just about a tornado well a group of storm chasers trying to scientists a group of storm scientists uh (laughs) trying to use this new tornado detecting device on this ridiculous day in oklahoma and they're just trying to learn more about tornadoes so they can help warn people when they happen. And just all the things that they go through in this wacky 24 hours. 
wild tornadoes just popping up everywhere. What are you going to do? Yeah, honestly. And then there's multiple groups of people doing it. And there's the douchebag guys that are trying to do all this just for the, the glory. And then the ones that just doing it because it's the right thing to do. You know, you know, in movies, it's the ones that get all the money. And they're like, oh, they got paid off to do all of this. You know, the douchebags. And then the poor people, but the cool kids that are just, it's all bunk and stuff what they're using, but they're the good ones. So uh, this movie, it's, it's good. I remember my mom renting this film and us watching it and it looked crazy to me. So being from Texas, tornadoes is something that we didn't really have to deal with that much, but there were points where uh it, it was a threat, but I always told Katie because it always blew her mind when I'd be like, oh, the sirens are going off. She's like, what the fuck is that sound in the background? I'm like, oh, yeah, tornado siren. She's like, should you just, should you be laying in a tub or something? She's like, ah, nah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, California. We deal, with it. So we deal with it a lot more frequently nowadays. Yeah. It's so, it, it takes a lot of open space and just time for a tornado to get really ridiculous. And a lot of people freak out, but I'm like, this tornado is not going to make it through downtown Dallas to get to us. I'm like, it had to be the most ridiculous, scary, this tornado is kind of thinking kind of tornado to really get into like Arlington. But, you know, but areas like fucking Oklahoma, <laughs> uh, where there's just nothing, uh, that that's perfect. That's prime real estate for a tornado. And that's why the oklahoma i forgot how far tornado alley goes but it's a group of area in states where tornadoes just form there because it's like the whole center of the country isn't it yeah and then missouri nebraska kansas oklahoma honestly all the farmy spots all of that because it's just there's so much room or tornado has space to actually get going so uh yeah so tornadoes are very reoccurring thing in the south and not even south the center of america and there are people storm chasers they have different names crazy people that actually follow these storms and tornadoes so they can learn more about them because one of the harder things to do is to guess when a tornado is gonna drop and they can warn people because it's tornadoes move really really fast and they're pretty fucking dangerous when they get going and they can just kind of pop out of nowhere and then when they they touch ground it's over people get killed easy things get sucked up so i don't know it seems like we have very very few funnel clouds happen here in california like if a serious storm happens and a funnel cloud begins to appear in the sky it's very obvious that you need to be away from whatever that is it just blows my mind that people in the middle of the country aren't like, oh, hey, it looks like a funnel cloud. It might be appearing. Maybe we should get in our fucking bunkers. Yeah, yeah. They just like dick around still like it's fine. It's just a rainstorm. I'll be cool rather than like being safe. I'd rather be safe than sorry. Right. I'm not trying to get sucked up by a fucking tornado. It's always I'm, the uh, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of doing that. Staring at a funnel will almost drop over the house and just stare at it. That's wild to me. Daniel got Daniel. A, Daniel got a stick. He's like, don't you do it. <laughs> Just looking at the cloud. 
<laughs> Don't you fucking do it. Daniel. Bad <laughs> Daniel. I have. I'm saying, like, hey, is it? Is it? Have a good run. People are going to get his ass snatched up. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if it's just you and you don't give a fuck about dying, sure, why not? But like people who have families and things like that, just like, oh, let me just sit and watch these fucking clouds and hope nothing bad happens. Or you could just get in your bunker because it's dangerous. Like in this movie, like the it was dark and ominous and scary as fuck the whole time and people weren't getting in their bunkers until the tornado was like on top of them y'all are dumb as fuck yeah just go hide yeah well it, it's the damnedest thing sometimes with weather and situations like that people think that it won't be that serious they're like i you know they say that all the time tornado watch watch these nuts and then they're like Whoa, and then they get sucked up into a tornado the difference so. between californians and everybody else <laughs> so uh i saw a couple of fun facts about this film uh katie was trying to figure out what the sound of the tornado was it was something slowed down it is the sound of a camel moaning they slowed it down and that is the sound of the tornadoes in this movie so it's dislike it's it was a fucking horrible sound i, I don't get it but Camels moaning about things. I don't get it. Uh, so this surround the the sound sounds in this movie. It's very bass heavy. Uh, this movie is very notorious for destroying surround speakers and theaters when it came out because they're like, oh, you know, it's sounds just right. it's just tornadoes and shit and music. Let's pump it up some, and then that shit would just blow out. I mean, the it, last four times I've been in the movie theater, I have thought y'all need to turn this shit down a little bit. Every single time. People don't think those speakers will blow out. Don't take much to blow out a speaker. It's fucking wild. So well, and everyone's like right now with movies, everyone's obsessed with the like super loud, ominous, danger fight music. And then like that's the dialogue, and this is what's fucking happening. And I don't want you to be able to hear this. Like, can we fucking just can you just fix your recording? <laughs> can you maybe not? <laughs> do that yeah so i learned that this movie twister was the first movie released on dvd and it was the last released on hd dvd <laughs> so it i don't know it's life in disc form and dvd form was perfect so it's like the first dvd to come out which makes well, sense i don't even know what an hd dvd is i think it's like the soup the most super form of a dvd until you get the blu-ray Got yeah, it. I didn't even know it, they existed. It slightly predated a Blu-ray. It didn't yeah. go. Over well. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. So. Yeah, some some cases they'll say HD DVD. I've seen it. It's just the better version of just a normal DVD. Yeah, uh, but no, I love that this movie is just the right age to be Have the been both. be the first DVD and the last DVD <laughs> made. So uh, this movie, I like it. It's got some CG, but they're real smart about when they do it. And there's some practical effects. Uh, some of the effects of Eternal just throwing things at the heroes, they used with just helicopters, really strong helicopters, and they just swung shit at them. Uh, and some things were CG. So it it's really, really cool. So um, the film, it received uh, nominations for Academy Awards and Best Visual Effects and Best Sound, but it lost to Independence Day. The better movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, it it was the second highest grossing film in '96. So we'll talk about money later. But 
it it's cool. I mean, there's not that many films that show what a tornado looks like up close and what they do, how destructive they are. So this movie had that going for it, which was pretty spiffy. So uh, we'll get through the story and then we'll talk about our favorite and least favorite characters. So we get a cool prologue to the main story. And in 1969, uh, we met up with Joe. And so Helen Hunt's character as a little girl in her family, they take shelter from a tornado approaching. Just like Katie said, oh, this tornado is down the street. Maybe we should get into the shelter now. Little girl's played by baby spy kid girl. Oh, Alexa Vega. There you go. Yeah. So um, they get into the bunker and then the dog, the dog just was still laying on the couch. Like, should I come with Joe? Am I part of the family? Ooh, fuck it, I am. And they get into the bunker. The dad is holding the door down. And the only thing keeping them from getting sucked into a tornado is the tiniest little lock. That's like the locks on like, like, uh, like <laughs> when you got to pee, like at a restaurant and a little metal, little, little latch, you know, that's all that's keeping people from seeing you take a shit. See, I, so. couldn't, I couldn't live in this area of the world because <laughs> I would have to be a doomsday prepper. Like I would have... <laughs> Oh, I'm not living. I would have the most insane. Yeah, if I lived in this area, I would have the most insane bunker situation. Like, like everything's triple concrete padded. Like, (laughs) everything is super safe, and the fucking door to get in is heavy as fuck, so it couldn't be ripped up. Like, not one tiny little latch. But the dad, he's holding the door down and doing a pretty good job of it. And then you finally hear him say, like, oh, I can't hold this that much longer, y'all. <laughs> we we about to get fucked up. Uh, they don't get fucked up. He just gets sucked out of the door. So, honestly, he could have just stayed back with them and held them, and they would have been all right. Could have. You know, what are you going to do? Or maybe he should have tied a rope fault. to the door, and they could have been far away. Yeah, I don't know. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah. So, Joe's dad gets sucked up from the tornado and then later on um they you know the mom is talking to joe and it's like you know, you know it's just me and you you know don't don't freak out and stuff and just like your dad gets sucked up and taken away so 27 years later joe she is a storm chaser and she's obsessed with tornadoes and she is the leader of a like the ragtag group so these are the, the good guys and they she got money a now. yeah they got money and stuff but they're not you know they're not fancy like the other group we meet so she is dealing with divorce or she's about to be well yeah she's about to get divorced from her husband uh storm chaser turned into a weatherman he's a weatherman now uh bill and so bill he's been constantly trying to get her to sign like this one last page so they can be officially divorced and they don't really go into the real reasons but uh, Joe says that Bill didn't want to commit and then Joe I forgot what Joe's issue was but they just weren't in the right place oh I could tell you what Joe's issues were she was obsessed with this fucking storm thing mm-hmm. she didn't want to grow up because she had these daddy issues and didn't want to like move past it she got tired of calling Bill Paxton zaddy so <laughs> Yeah, Bill Paxson was trying to get married to somebody and live a normal fucking life. Yeah, but she's like, hey, let's go outside the storm. So uh, Bill, he comes to Oklahoma to get Joe to actually sign these divorce papers because, you know, you can tell somebody over the phone or with emails, hey, can you sign that and mail it in? They're like, oh, okay. 
And then, you know, six months go by, like, can you please fucking sign that? Ooh, okay, okay. Fuck it. I'm going to come out there and have you sign in front of me. Oh, he boy. He's reminding me of the sign something for work. Uh-oh. It <laughs> happened to a friend of ours. A friend of ours was getting divorced, and the other party waited until the absolute very last day that was they were legally allowed to turn in the paperwork to sign that oh, shit. Oh, boy. I don't think I to sign that stuff. Y'all wild. Just yeah. like. It, yeah it's do it it's kind not... of infuriating but um, well, I guess that's why they i guess that's why he sent it to me about a month ago because he knew i wasn't gonna sign it <laughs> well i'm glad i'm glad we reminded you yeah. <laughs> so bill he comes to oklahoma with his new fiance uh she's a therapist a therapist of the the junk she's a reproductive therapist of the junk sure i can say ding long ding dongs and dinglings I, I mean, that's you're that's not, kind of oversimplifying it, but sure. Yeah, I was like, that's not really what she does. My dingling. She so. helps people have kids. <laughs> My dingling. My dingling. This song is over. She helps people have kids. It's her job. Yeah. So he brings his therapist fiance, Melissa. Um, she seems really actually nice. I feel bad for her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bill. He does not want to stay around. He's like, hey, man, sign this so I can get the hell out of here because I got a job coming up. I'm a weatherman. Joe's like laughing at him kind of. He's like, what? What's so fucking funny? She's like, no, 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 no. Like, come on. You just caved to corporate pressure. Blah, 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 blah. Sound like a bitch to me. I'm like, can can you sign that piece of paper so I can leave? And then Joe's like. Who's the bitch now? And so Joe's like, hey, um, the reason I really wanted you to come out here was this. And he shows, she shows him. Dorothy, the invention that they actually worked on, and so Dorothy is the new cool technology for tornado research because it is stupid to try to get inside of a tornado to figure out how they actually tick. So they have this machine that sends out these tiny little drones that swirl with the tornado, and they can get live by the second info from inside a tornado. And hopefully, because there's a giant storm cell happening in Oklahoma, they, they'll be able to use it. And Bill's like, damn, that's really cool. Uh, maybe I'll just stay close. But yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> and so Bill hops in his truck and brings his fiance and they start scooting because he's like, this is fucking awesome because we can figure out how tornadoes tick. We can give people maybe five minutes 10 minutes before tornado actually gets down on the ground instead of like a minute you know which honestly the science behind that doesn't really make sense because you're learning how a tornado works once it's already touched the ground and not what happens in the sky before it touches the ground which is what you really need to know to know and warn people before it happens yeah but it's true no one's gotten inside of a tornado to be like oh that's how it works so it's like that's a step forward, but they do need to get into the sky at some point and be like, oh, okay, that's going to work. Yeah, they'd have to figure out the weather patterns of multiple different systems. I mean, we kind of know how they work now. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, just... it's warm air and cold air, and it just kind of blurs and it starts spinning. That's yeah, the base, most basic of a tornado. It's just like... Which is why it happens where it happens. Yeah, but it's like, we need signs. We need to know, oh, that's for real going to be a tornado. Like, oh, that's just going to be a really bad storm. So, uh. So while they are scooting toward a developing storm, um, (laughs) 
They are on their way, and they run into Jonas Miller. Hey, it's Carrie Ells. And he is a rival storm chaser, and he got all the money and the... Um, He's privately funded. Yes, like, he, he got all the funding and like stuff. Like, Elon Musk is just, like, handing him money, like, figure this out. Yeah. So, Bill is on a road, and Jonas's mm-hmm. truck rolls up to him, and this road has enough room for both of them, but Bill freaks out and just destroys the bottom of his truck. So... Uh, he's getting his truck fixed at a repair shop and he overhears Jonas talking to the news because I guess the news is just kind of keeping up with him. And he's like, I have this new uh, fancy tornado device. And then these little drones will go off and go inside a tornado. He's like, you son of a bitch. You took my idea. And he's like, what? Let's get in a fucking fight about it. Right. I want to fight. And so, uh, yeah. So they're both in a race to be the first one to do it, to get their drones inside a tornado so they can get the credit. So it's kind of like, it's really weird because if you have a trademark in something. I mean, it's like the space race, trying to be the yeah, first ones up into space. I suppose. It's really weird. Or like a movie, like if I make a Hercules movie and Katie makes a Hercules movie and comes out a week before and she makes a hundred million more dollars than me, I'm like, son of a bitch. So it looks like she was the first one to make it. Even though she she heard I was making like, oh, shit, we got to get this out a week before. So it's like that. They're just trying to poach on the idea that they were the first one. Because it doesn't matter if you're second. It's whoever's the first one to do it. So um, Bill tells Joe she's got one day uh, and he'll be here to help her deploy Dorothy. And then he's going to leave. He's like, I got shit to do, bro. So the first tornado that they catch up to is an F1. So for people that don't know how tornadoes are classified there's five rankings actually technically there are six but an f6 is like a pipe dream and apparently in oklahoma at one point they said an f6 actually came down because it was just like absurd destruction but then later on they were like nah that was probably just a really cool f5 but people are like no f6 happened at some point in our lives um but they they say what an f5 is technically and they say it's like the finger of god or the hand of God. Yeah. It just, it's pure destruction. It's so strong and so fast. And it turns anything into like a missile. Again, why would you live there? Yeah, it's scary. But F5s are really ridiculous. So they are catching up to this F1 and they're in Joe's Jeep. And Bill is driving and he actually gets it ran into a ditch and a tornado actually sits on top of them. <laughs> And they don't have time to get Dorothy going. And one of them gets destroyed. They have four of them. And the truck gets taken away into the tornado and dropped into the street. And so they're picking up the little drones. They're like, damn it, that sucks. Um, So while Joe's Jeep is destroyed, uh, they use Bill's truck as the lead vehicle. And they head toward an F2 that's happening. So in Oklahoma storms happen all the time that's i mean that's why there's farmland there and you know toward the north it's it's an absurd place there's storms and meth that's that's all that's in oklahoma storms and meth um (laughs) it's it's not a fun place honestly it's really not a fun place so um wow just just, wow otis wow (laughs) i don't live in oklahoma fuck it (laughs) fuck that boy uh so we learned that Bill actually has a really cool power. He can predict if 
a storm is going to change or where a tornado is going to land. Apparently, he's been really good at this. Some comic, all right? This ain't no comic book film. (laughs) Ain't no no power. It's an innate ability. Wow. The way he used it was like a fucking Mm. power, Greg. (laughs) Ability. He is very observant. Yes. Yeah. Highly experienced. He does not think what Russell Crowe does in Gladiator. If he picks up the dirt and rubs it, you can tell. I mean, it's very similar to the guy in Dante's Peak who was like, this shit gonna blow. And everyone else is like, nah, you're lying. Get out of here. Get out. You don't know. There's none of the regular signs. And the whole time he's just like, bruh, trust me. I've been here before. I know. That's totally Bill Paxson's character. Like, just trust me. I know what's going to happen. Like, I'm looking at it and I am observing it more closely than you. That's what's going to happen. Yes. But they make it seem like at an elite level of their jobs that no one else can reach. Right. Yeah. Uh, They make it seem like it's very special because other people just look at their map and they're like, oh, it's up and to the left. And he's like, no, it's to the right. And they're like, but the map says this. So I'm going to follow the map, which was what you should do, honestly. But uh, Bill Paxson can just look at the clouds and be like, no, nah, it's going to drop to the right. We should go that way. So <laughs> he's really good at what he does, apparently. So uh, Bill and Joe, they see that the tornado is changing path. And so they drive toward a lake and they get in between what? two like water hey, tornadoes, what? like water spouts. Mm-hmm. And they. Oh. Um... Okay. I was like, don't we have one on board? A lot of stuff on there we can touch on this paradise Hot spring what did yourself daniel <laughs> i don't think he's talking to us yes i said mute yourself okay okay <laughs> i don't know i got all quiet i was like wait what <laughs> right what's daniel talking about so uh they actually get jumped by the water spout i'm sorry no you're good <laughs> uh they get jumped by the water spouts and Bill and Joe are like hype because I don't know, they're crazy. You have to be crazy to be a storm chaser. Uh, but Bill's like fiance is like, that was fucking scary. And they're like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. They're like, we were inside of like the fucking storm. We could have died. Like, yeah, could have, but we didn't. Hooray, let's dance. <laughs> uh, so they head toward Joe's aunt, Aunt Meg. And they get steak and eggs, gigantic slabs of steak. And the whole team, they're all happy because they get food, real food for once. And Bill explains Joe's past and why she is very dead set on finding some type of answer to these storms. Because later on, we find out that she feels like the storm is kind of following her or just wants to screw with her. And it's like, this storm ain't chasing you, bitch. (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> stop acting crazy so um and meg uh bill's fiance realizes that joe is still in love with bill and no, she's meg is the aunt oh melissa. well the fiance later on melissa she kind of gets that too so they realize that hey you still love bill uh, well i mean i guess you should try to work it out even though he brought a fiance but yeah fuck it you know just, you know i mean that's not really what aunt meg says but she don't tell her not to do it. She does. She says, clearly you have some shit to work through. And she's talking to Joe as like, you personally have some shit to work through. Like, he's got a woman. Get the fuck over yourself. Um, but Joe took that advice and was like, 
oh yeah, you're right. We should work on our relationship. That's not what she fucking meant. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do that. I will do that. Like what? What? Where, where'd you get that? Where'd right? you get that That's from? not what I said. So while they are eating their steaks and taking showers, they hear that an F3, this is really weird, it's just slowly building up to a scary one. Yeah, I know. So an F3 is touched ground. And so Joe and Bill, they get close to the tornado. And so the plan is they place down a Dorothy machine in the path of the tornado. Then the tornado scoops it up and then the drones do their job. There's no other smart or cool way to do it. And they don't have a ramp on the truck, so they have to stop the truck, get out, take it off, then get back in the truck, and then run away. So, you know, it seems really dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I would have made wheels on it, and then you could drive it over, but what the fuck do I know? Um, right, remote control. So the tornado is throwing all this debris at them, and Bill's like, hey, man, we should probably scuttle this, because it's getting kind of wild. And Joe's like, no, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. And a power line actually drops down on the truck and it kind of stuck there for a little bit and that Dorothy gets destroyed. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And Bill is like yelling at her. It's like, why are you so dead set on this? Like, you know, that was a long time ago. And she says like she wants to prevent what happened to her dad getting sucked into a tornado to happen to anyone to, else. Yeah, she don't want that to happen to anyone else. And so Bill, it's really weird. He breaks down and says, "Like, no, th- think about the future. Me and you, future." Mm. And <laughs> it, it's really weird. So uh, the whole conversation is overheard by everybody in the group over the radio. So Melissa's like, "Huh? Oh. <laughs> cool, 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 cool." Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, the crew, they fix up their cars at this uh, drive-in, drive-in theater where they're playing The Shining. And Joe finally decides that she's going to sign the divorce papers because Bill's getting real conflicted about things. And she's like, I've been conflicted for a long time. We shouldn't be together. So she's yeah, like, Yeah, clearly we're not good for each other. Yeah. Oh, no. An F4 tornado. It found them. It's following them, y'all. <laughs> Uh, the tornado yes. destroys the theater. The just, tornado is sentient. Yeah, it kind of looks like it in this movie. Uh, fucks up the garage. Uh, throws a hubcap at one of the the crew members, and he gets his shit gets sliced up, his head, and everyone gets jacked up. And then they get a radio call saying that the tornado is heading toward Aunt Meg in Wakita, and so the crew hop in their vehicles and drive off. And so Bill's like, "Hey, Melissa." Um, Joe's aunt is in the path of this tornado. We're going to try to go and see if we can do anything to help. Hop in. And she's like, nah, I'm going to leave. And it's like, oh, you're going back to the hotel room? Nah, I'm going home. Uh, You got a lot to work out and y'all seem like y'all are happy. So I'm going to hit the deuces. Uh, (laughs) And it's like, well, well, I'll see you when I get back. Nah, nah. It's kind of over. I'm out. Yeah, I'm good, Chief. <laughs> you seem to really want to be with her again, so I'm just gonna just leave this movie. <laughs> and she leaves. Uh, they get to Wakita, and it is bad. Wakita's fucked up Wakita's and wrecked. Aunt Meg, she actually is still alive. Good for her. The house is just falling apart. And Aunt Meg explains to Joe that, like, hey, Wakita didn't have any type of warning. 
the F4 just dropped down and just scooted over there real fast. So no one, it was seconds before the, the sirens went off. So she's like, I couldn't do anything. So they learned over the radio, a record breaking F5. This is the most ridiculous day in, in Oklahoma. Well, it's like one giant storm that is just continually just getting bigger and out, bigger and bigger. Out tornadoes. <laughs> well, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So an F5 tornado is coming down the next day. So Bill and Joe. Which like, okay, if they know that it's coming the next day, doesn't that sound like warning to you? Like, like they already know that it's coming and the point of their whole experiment is pointless. Maybe the, the conditions are right is what it is. Not that they <laughs> know it's going to be an F5. Yeah, maybe the bigger tornadoes are easier to guess that it's going to happen because it's like, oh, that's a lot of shit building up. That's most assuredly going to be a tornado. But the smaller ones, it's like, I can't tell if that's going to be a tornado or not. Uh, It is. Fuck. Well, they seem to survive the F2 just fine. It like went right over them and they were fine. So maybe they're just trying to, I don't know, just F3s and and above. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So they actually work out a plan and they add little wings made out of was well, it aluminum cans. Was it Pepsi or Coke? I can't remember. Coke cans. cans. Coke, Coke cans. cans they use Coke cans to make little wings on the drones. And so that'll help them be more aer- aerodynamic and it, it'll work out. So <laughs> make it easier. The next day, they're scooting toward this mile wide F5 tornado. This is the scariest one. So uh, Bill and Joe, they deploy Dorothy 3, but it gets fucked up by this tree trunk, just swipes it away because the machine is just a little too light and a tornado, anything like the wind before the tornado gets there is knocking it over and stuff. So Carrie Ells, the bad guy, he attempts to deploy his device and Bill and Joe tell him, hey, you're getting too close, bro. Back up. And he's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm good. And he gets sucked up in the tornado. <laughs> and and then it, the truck gets launched and it just explodes. So mm-hmm. uh, not before his driver gets impaled. Yeah. That shit was wild. Yeah, his driver who was like, um, maybe we should listen to them. We should probably turn back. I'm gonna turn back. And Carriel's the whole time is just like, no, no, <laughs> keep going, sir. <laughs> you work for me. And now I'm dead. Yeah, now we're dead. So Bill and Joe realized that they have a really good idea. They just got to get rid of a truck. So Dorothy 4 is attached to the truck bed, and they put the Dodge and cruise control and jump out at the last second. And with the truck holding the machine down, hooray, the drones get into the tornado, and they get in like immediate news on the inside of a tornado. Hooray, mission complete. Oh no, the tornado is like following them. <laughs> and Bill and Joe are running. They're just legging it out of that bitch because they don't have a car They're to a cornfield. drive. Yeah, they, they can't drive away now. They just got to run. So they hide in a barn, but then the barn is just full of sharp shit. And they're like, well, this, this is a horrible plan. This ain't good at all. So they make it to this tiny little shed and they strap themselves to these pipes that are deep into the ground. And they they tied themselves with some type of belt strap situation. They they just used their belts, and they hooked themselves in. 
and the tornado sits on top of them and they get to see from the inside of us of a tornado and they're like holy shit we're probably the only people that have done this and not well, gotten ripped apart well, they couldn't open their eyes though because like, oh yeah the eye, their debris. eyes would probably get sucked out yeah debris and splinters and shit in their eyes yeah. horrible and so the tornado dies they killed it good for them they didn't do shit to it. <laughs> and it just eventually dissipated right and bill and joe are like yeah let's let's not get divorced hopefully let's kiss hopefully we worked out the shit that we need to by almost dying that's how we've solved I'm all telling problems. you man almost dying gets you forget a lot of shit in a bad relationship and you almost die it doesn't actually solve anything though. Eh. You just like quiet it for a little yeah. bit. One year later, they're like, I hate you. I just remember why I wanted to get a divorce. Right. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. Hooray. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Twister? Dr. Melissa Reeves, the fiance. <laughs> um, oh, God. She just, was the saying. only person in this entire film thinking straight. Okay, she went with her fiance to go get his ex-wife to sign the divorce papers so that they could get married. Cool, that's what you do. You're being supportive to your future spouse. Then shit starts to pop off with these volcanoes and or volcanoes with these twisters. (laughs) And at the beginning, they're mild and you're like, sure, I guess I'll go follow this like tiny twister. Like, what else are we going to do? We're in the middle of nowhere. And then as soon as shit starts to get fucking real with these tornadoes, she's like, you know what? Nah, y'all are fucking crazy. I'm out. Yes, exactly. Melissa, exactly. (laughs) That shit is wild. Bye, I'm out. (laughs) She was the only one. How does she think that it's a metaphor when he says he chases storms? Who's who speaks in metaphors like that? She's not dating a poet. Like what? what? <laughs> I thought it was a metaphor. What? <laughs> yes, because weathermen speak in metaphors. Okay. Yeah, he's a weatherman. She really should have thought. Maybe she didn't understand what chasing a storm really means. Well, maybe what she assumed was chasing a storm was like, you know, not tornadoes being inside because there are well well, no because there are plenty of like weathermen who quote chase storms that aren't chasing fucking tornadoes they're following like legitimate rainstorms and snowstorms and all of these things like there's a big difference between following a rainstorm and following a fucking tornado like those (laughs) are way different do people really chase like thunderstorms though like yeah for the news to show where it's all hard. That's that's why you see all fucking all sorts of TikToks of fucking weather people out on the streets getting hit with stop signs because the wind is too crazy. Yeah, people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Mel- Doctor Melissa was my favorite. Greg. Well, they sure weren't with Doctor Melissa. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> my favorite was actually the combination of. Dr. Joe Harding and Bill Harding. I just I just really enjoyed how despite whatever marital issues that we don't know about because they don't really go that deep into it that they just have this natural chemistry about them when they're going about their jobs that's just clearly unbreakable. 
And yes, I do feel bad for Dr. Melissa Reeves because she didn't ask for this situation and clearly she's in love with a man that just cannot put away his feelings for his wife and clearly they shouldn't have even well let's not say they shouldn't get divorced but clearly that relationship isn't done but even even the love or the lack of love aside on all parties just their working relationship is what what really what i really enjoyed about it they just they just hit the ground running without missing a beat he clearly couldn't resist getting involved with chasing the storm because that was the whole Dorothy thing that was his pet project that was his baby that he was he was there from the beginning so he just they hit the ground running and then just the synergy was there from from the moment they hopped in the truck to chase that first storm and I just really enjoyed that Devel um my favorite character was Dusty Dustin played by Philip Seymour Hoffman oh Philly Hoff he was a. He's probably one of the characters that I identified with the most. If I were to ever be a storm chaser, and that would be the crazy, the guy that gets a thrill out of it. The crazy supporting role, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guy that plays the rock music as we're headed towards the damn thing. The eerily timed rock music video that came on the TV that he has. Yes, up. exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> But also, he knew his shit. Like, Dustin knew how to read the maps, how to read the barometers and all that stuff. Like, his devotion to the job was amazing. But he was a little off. (laughs) Well, with that type of job, Uh, you kind of got to be a little off. Yeah, a little bit. Um, And, you know, just the way he he joked about it. Like, he's laughing at death, pretty much. Like every time they go out, he's laughing in the face of death. They say, ah, it's gonna be it. As he's holding a video <laughs> camera. Deep pal, if I was with you, we were store chasing and we got out of our hotel, you were like, ah, I'm gonna die. I'm like, what? Well, like I said, I was the guy I've been the guy who looks out the window and like, oh late, a funnel cloud, as my sister's yelling at me to get into the bathroom. <laughs> like the ah, look at that. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, just check it out, man. We're going to see something drop on our house like that. Hey, a creepy little puppet. <laughs> but yeah, Dusty. Uh, Otis. Uh, actually, I went with uh, Joe Harding. She was really cool in this movie. And Helen Hunt, she's a cutie pie. But um, the, I didn't really dig the whole, I don't want to sign this. But I guess she felt that she wasn't 100% over the guy. And he wasn't over her. <laughs> it doesn't really matter if you're not over the person you're divorcing. If you've agreed to a divorce, like fucking yeah. sign the papers. And she signed every other page except the last page. So yeah, she knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. Entrapment is what she was doing. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> right when that tornado was over, she's like, got him. Got him. <laughs> gotcha, dumbass. Uh, but no, Joe was pretty cool in this movie. Uh, Bill was awesome too, like Greg said. Both of them just together, they were pretty, pretty funny. Bill's like, "Can you please sign this paper so I can go home?" Hey, look at this storm! Oh my god, please sign that paper. <laughs> and then he got, you know, he got wrapped up in the fun of doing storm shit again. And he forgot to ask after a while. He's like, "This is fun." <laughs> I almost died seventeen times. 
I still love you. I'm like, oh, mm. <laughs> you got caught up. Um, but no, uh, they were fun. So, Katie, who's your least favorite character? My least favorite character was the combination of Joe and Bill. <laughs> Everyone's oh. favorite. Um, you're just you're just on polar opposites these last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I could not stand Joe in her like, oh, I signed it, except I didn't. Like, <laughs> bitch, you know you saw that fucking page. You did this shit on purpose. And then everything she did, every flirty like look, I was like, bitch, stop. He's engaged. Like, I don't care if you used to be married to him, you're not anymore fucking stop and then bill completely disregarded his fiance while they were there it was like oh no joe is the most important person here and then like five minutes later he remembered he brought his fucking fiance out with him and then he'd go check on her like you are a garbage human being i don't care how fun your fucking job is or whatever you're getting out of this fucking tornado chasing you're a piece of shit both of you suck (laughs) both of you suck greg well, here we go. Melissa Reed. <laughs> Tell me why I Melissa think... Reed was your least favorite, Craig. <laughs> oh, okay. I will tell you why. <laughs> because <that> was... <laughs> oh, we got to keep this going. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start screwing people over like when we do uh do uh bids and just go opposite of other people just because not even even if it's not even true, just just to mess with you. Um you know, it's not even necessarily because of the character itself. Well, let me let me reword that. It's how the character is written, not how it's performed, and not <laughs> what I particularly don't enjoy is the whole reproductive psychologist element to her. I just found it for jokes, I guess. I just found for jokes, you said? I guess that's what it was for, I guess. I just didn't find, that's my point. My point is I didn't find any point to it. Like it seemed completely unnecessary and they didn't even write it out all the way. Like they 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 used it a couple of times. She got a couple of calls at the beginning. And that was it. It just it seemed completely pointless to me. I think they mislabeled her job um for the purpose of laughs because based on how she was like the conversation she was having with her patients, it seemed more like she was a marriage counselor, not a reproductive therapist because those are a, a bit different things so i don't know it was weird see the fact that it came off confusing takes away if if it was intended to be funny it falls flat because we're not even sure it was supposed to be funny and we didn't <laughs> necessarily find it that funny so yeah. it just it fell flat mm-hmm. it didn't it just had really no use to it really i mean i guess i can see wanting to add another dimension to her in general but really all you need was this is my next this is my next wife she's freaking out she doesn't want to be here she realizes that i don't really have the love of this man because he can't get over his his first wife that's all you really needed from her and that's so the the additional layer just and the phone calls in the middle of the the storm chases just wasn't funny it wasn't entertaining i just didn't really enjoy it i just think it was a 
it was bad writing on that part for that role. I felt. And that is why. Also, <laughs> the, the metaphor thing. Come on. Well, come on. Like, ask, ask a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> One or two simple follow-up questions will clear that up completely. Metaphor. Get out of here. Go ahead, Depot. <laughs> Good. Depot? Uh, my least favorite character was the tornadoes. They're not sentient. They're not gonna. Oh, hey, it's that bitch that we took her dad. Let's go get the girl back for blood. <laughs> that tornado, the one where they got where they had to run through the cornfield, turns forth so fast on them. Yeah, Twister Two, back for blood. Yeah, it was like, come on now, man. You gotta be shitting me. He threw some shit at that tornado. He's like, bitch. <laughs> He's yeah. chasing him. <laughs> yeah, like, like they, they wiggled their penis. Rick like they shook their ass at him or something. Right. Mother. <laughs> yeah, but no, just, just that. Uh, I, I get it. They want to make it for movie purposes and all that, but come on now. Tornado's not gonna think. Hmm. Let's turn around that way. <laughs> Is that Helen Hunt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton. Let's go oh, say shit. I- <laughs> I'm in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Otis. So I picked Melissa Reeves, and it's not because what Greg said. I actually think she wasn't needed in the movie. Bill Paxton could have just been just estranged from joe and like well we haven't talked in a long time and it felt like our relationship was over and it could have just did it like that it it felt unfair to her to have her there she was there to suffer and then she leaves that was it that that was her journey through this movie to realize bill ain't shit that sucks for a character like she didn't do anything she i i'm surprised she didn't die in the movie honestly but then that would have slowed down bill and joe getting back together uh, she honestly wasn't really needed. She was just in the back screaming and was like, I don't like any of this. I'm like, yeah, bitch, <laughs> it's a tornado. But I uh, I guess they wanted somebody around that wasn't down with the cause of running into tornadoes, have one person there to just make it seem like, oh, all these people are really crazy except that one person. I guess, I guess she was trying to be us if we were in the car with Bill and Joe. Like, Oh, we would be like that if we were in the car with Bill and Joe. She was the normal person. Yeah, I just thought she was pretty unneeded in the movie of people chasing storms. I don't need somebody in the back like, this shit's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, I can see this is crazy. That's why I'm watching people do it because I ain't going to ever do this in my life. Uh, But yeah, it just felt really shitty for that character. She was just there to lose a fiance. That was it. She didn't do anything else. She didn't punch a tornado or blow it up or something. She was there to lose a fiance. And that sucks in writing. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to bring up uh, Carrie Ells, his character. It was originally going to be Shooter McGavin, Christopher Christopher McDonald. He was going to be the first Jonas. But then he was working on a movie called Happy Gilmore. So we wouldn't have got Shooter McGavin 
if he did this movie and he he did the better one that had more lines because he'd had like maybe 12 lines in this movie but then he wouldn't have had you know 500 lines he would have had in Happy Gilmore so it's for the best um so- I eat shit like you for breakfast <laughs> he pieces of shit for breakfast <laughs> so uh let's do seven word synopsis so i got one of them uh those mean ass tornadoes really wanted blood uh helen hunt bill paxton were like take these drones and he was like i'm gonna kill y'all <laughs> i don't give a fuck about anything else i want y'all dead uh, multiple tornadoes were like coming straight at them. They're like, nah, you dead. Y'all are dead. And then it would stop on top of them. It wouldn't like go go past them. It would stop on top of them. I'm like, yeah, this is it. This this is my home now. I'm like, god damn. I, I didn't think tornadoes just stopped for no reason. I thought they kept going until they dissipated, but eh, these tornadoes are just mean as hell. So yeah. It's Katie. People who chase tornadoes are fucking nuts. They're awesome. I'm get, I'm glad they're doing it. They're like bull riders. They're special kind of crazy. Also fucking nuts, and I think bull riding is idiotic. But that's neither here nor there. People <laughs> who chase tornadoes are insane. Greg. Oh, D-Pal. First 45 minutes, glorified Dodge Ram commercial. Goddamn right it was. <laughs> Bill Paxton came in hot with that Dodge Ram. Well, they had to make some money, man. <laughs> that thing was fucking driving through that hailstorm like nothing. Drove through that house. <laughs> make sure they drive through a house. Drove through a fucking house, bro. I did enjoy that. That felt very uh, Michael Bay-ish, but in the 90s. <laughs> You're going to drive a fucking ram through a house. <laughs> um, You ready, Greg? Yeah, I think so. All right. Not my best, but make better storm shelters, you dang Oklahomans. Right? Like I said, the tiniest little metal latch, the ones that keeps people from seeing you shit, that's what you're going to put to stop a tornado? Ooh, I feel like they had better bomb shelters in the 50s when they had the whole nuclear scare. <laughs> Bro, just get like a log. A log would have done more damage. A fucking (laughs) stick would have done better. If he put his shoe in between the hole, it would have held better than that little piece of metal. Better from the meme. (laughs) If he wrapped hair around it, it would have done better than that little metal. Not do that that Cheeto from the memes. Oh, bro, Cheeto that'd have held him in. They've been safe forever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> didn't, this, didn't this area of the country experience the dust bowl like come on come on it, I, I don't understand it it seems like a lot of people have contingency plans for storms like that but they don't keep up with them so they're like oh yeah we got a storm shelter when's the last time you used it oh back in you know 45 45 like is the door good that eh, should be all right is there food is the food's good down there like have you looked at it recently nah, nah it's all right like what and like tornado hits. Their lack of preparation for certain types of storms. Yeah. I mean, if we were in a place with tornadoes like that, that'd be a yearly, not even yearly, less than that. If we got, especially if tornado season was coming, like two months before tornado season, 
I'm checking everything. I'm like, well, we might have to get our fat asses in this thing. I'm like, oh, here's some graham crackers. Get some ramen down here. And just do it like that and be prepared for it. But eh, what do I know? It's too much work, I guess. Well, was, folks don't like to prepare for things when apparently when it's for them, it's well, it doesn't happen that often or it, it does. It might not ever happen. So let's just not be prepared for it. Yeah. And then that's I mean, when you have, you know, Texas in an ice storm <laughs> of the century. Where'd my power go? Oh, yeah. We should have worked on that. My water pressure. <laughs> oh, yeah. My toilet won't flush. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that last year. <laughs> Bro, right. Texas is a mess when it gets cold. <laughs> oh, man. I love that place, but, man, it's stupid as hell when it gets cold. Okay. This film came out May 10th, 1996. Good God. So long ago. Uh, what do you guys think the budget was? Katie. Uh, hundred million. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Deep pal. Uh, hundred and forty-five million. Okay, Greggy. And I bet one hundred and one million dollars. So, uh, Greg, I'm proud of you. Your plan usually does not fail you. But today, it did fail you. Now, why are you proud of me? Come on, don't play me like that. <laughs> I'm more proud of you for never bending in your morals and always going for it. Proud I thought it was like more that. than, I, I wanted to say 100, and then she said it. But I was like, maybe it's more than her, but less than D-Pal. Yeah, mm. I wanted to say 100. It's good reasoning. You should have said 99. <laughs> ah! Yes. So uh, the budget, it is in the ballpark of 88 to 92 million dollars. So 90 million. Yeah, 90 would have been perfect. Right in the middle. Wait, it wasn't 100 million? It didn't even make 100 million? No, it, this was the, the, the budget. budget. No, no, I'm talking about budget. Yeah, the budget was yeah. even, damn. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's what they mostly miniatures. Yeah, and the CG they used, they used, um, I think, what, an F-16 for a lot of, or wind turbines for a lot of the, oh, shit, we're in a tornado. So they did a lot of simple things to make it look like a tornado was happening. So uh, it's a good mix of real and CG. So they, they did it the right way because they, that's a lot of money. But let's talk about the box office. Katie, what did you think Tor- uh, Twister made? $400 million. Okay, deep out. Uh, three seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Greggy. Well, dang it, I bid <laughs> four hundred and one million dollars. <laughs> hey, it worked this time. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> We're back, baby. Uh, the box office was $495 million. Hmm. I wanted to say 500 but then I didn't have to go that high. Yeah. Uh, this movie, everybody went and saw it. Like, it, it was a big thing. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it's about tornadoes. There's not that many tornado 
styled movies. So, at least not at this time. Yeah, there I mean later so on. Many, there were so many cow souvenirs at Universal Studios at this time, just everywhere, everywhere you went, cows, cows, cows. Oh yeah, that too. Like this movie, it's it's kind of in that pop culture, just history. It's it's pretty crazy. So. Yeah. Um, that was that little exhibit at Universal Studios when we went my senior year. It's crazy. Cool. It's kind of cool. Did you go to Universal Studios in Florida or in California? Florida. Florida. Oh, okay. Florida. I was like, yeah, I, I was so. also in Universal Studios our senior year, but in California. <laughs> oh, well, this was in 2006. I just aged myself. Oh, I, oh well, you're, you're younger than me. So I thought y'all would have been like in the same place. That would have been crazy. Do you, do you like crazy. bumps into you? Like, bitch. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> we would have been like... fighting. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like I want to... She just wants to punch me in the face. Right? Just want to <laughs> sock her in the face. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> something special about, about her. about your face. Yeah, something special about her. I just want to sock her in the face. <laughs> Y'all on the she, fucking... She, she looks on like fucking she King Kong ride just three. tossing out haymakers. <laughs> just tossing bombs out there uh but no it, it's funny this the year this movie came out it dealt with a lot of competition uh it's second weekend uh, it kept the movie flipper at bay and that movie made tons of money apparently flipper was great and oh, then no. i love flipper a few weeks later the number one spot was taken by a movie called mission impossible yeah. so <laughs> Uh, Jesus, those have been going for almost 20 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Somebody put a stop to Tom Cruise. Jesus. Okay, so which one which one had the higher box office? Mission Impossible or Independence Day? I want to say Independence, Independence Day. Probably Day had I think. I'll look up the box office Mission Impossible real quick. I was going to say, you could look it up right here. Yeah, but it freezes the screen when I do anything to it. Independence Day was uh, above $800 million. Mission Impossible, typing with one hand because there's a burger in my other hand. That's a typo. Was, <laughs> uh, that's the whole series. Dang it. Uh, 457. Also, oh, Independence Day beat them both. Yeah. Mission Impossible didn't even beat Twister. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's still good money, but yeah, it didn't, it didn't beat that. Mm. But weekly, it did more than this movie so. oh yeah well this movie had come out what two weeks before that three weeks maybe two that? three yeah. weeks before so it was i mean that makes sense down. yeah Summer of 96. <laughs> so um does anybody have anything else to say about twister about this call it tornado <laughs> no but i do have a crazy another crazy story Ooh. so this was like i was i was wee daniel wee pal we pal, yes. <laughs> and so we come under, like, it was a nice, you know, you know how in Texas, it's a nice day, one hour, the next, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Hell on earth. So my dad's outside making carne asada, mm-hmm. and a giant storm just fucking blows in out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And he's, he committed to it. He, <laughs> he put a tarp over the, he put a tarp over the grill and himself. As hail was falling, the sirens are going off. My mom is yelling at him to get in the house. And my dad's like, nope, it's already on the grill. 
let's get it done over with. He he sure as hell finished that stuff as a funnel was forming over his head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's legit. And I was like, bro, it's give me like 10 minutes, man. Seriously, no, like like I said, he was he already had it on there. Grabbed a tarp. Yeah. It would be way more work to get all the meat off and exactly. get back inside. It, in a rush, exactly. Yeah. I was hoping to hear that the, the carne asada got sucked into the... the, the <laughs> no, 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 no. no. He, he said he could feel a little bit of wind coming, like pulling him up. <laughs> the but, meat turned to rise off the grill a little bit. <laughs> bro, Daniel's dad would have hopped in that bitch to get that carne asada back. <laughs> Give my fucking meat. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah. My old man is rather crazy. Right? He goes in, you're like, oh my God, he just see him walking back. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That's wild oh, as fuck. God, got the, meat, though. <laughs> <laughs> the the closest we got, I remember the siren went off once. And uh my little sister Jasmine, she was freaking out and grabbed the dog and she was sitting in the tub crying. She was like, We're gonna die, we're gonna die. And I'm like, Tony ain't gonna get to us. I'm like, it's too much shit they've got to get through. And she's like, ah. You know, because when you hear the siren, you're like the siren sound in some people's head. The siren means you're about to die, and yeah, you don't think about anything else. I was like, "Girl, there's so much more shit they got to get through to get to us. Like, it's got to be the most powerful tornado to get all the way through all of this bullshit in downtown Dallas to get to the suburbs. You know how absurd it has to be. I'm like, <laughs> we good? Did, did y'all? I know y'all went to the same high school and school district or whatever for a while. Did y'all ever do like drills for tornadoes? They had a siren, but I don't think we did drills. No, I I, I, I remember one time they had us all in the uh, gym, and I'm like, "Well, if a tornado fucking oh. comes, we're gonna all fucking die did, all at once." We did have something like that, Greg. Right? I don't know. Probably there was probably a contingency plan if storms got really bad. Because I remember we've gone to the gym like before when the storms got really bad and the power like cut they're like well let's all get in this one room and you know the lights I go guess, out people start screaming i guess shit. it would be easier just to identify the bodies there i don't know <laughs> yeah well i think it's more of the fact they don't want anybody to get lost because if everybody's in different rooms somebody freak out and run off and then that kid's just down the street somewhere and they get sucked up it's just easier <laughs> like you said have all the dead bodies in one area yeah then dead bodies all around. You know, it's too much, too much work to find them all. They're all in one spot. Yeah, I've never done a tornado drill. I wouldn't know. I think we did have drills. I remember going into the gym, be like, oh, we gotta do this shit again. Or the yeah, hallway, they like drills. they like sat you down in the hallway. Yeah, we had hallway ones. I remember ducking down, like, well, shit. Typically, either it's a few, it's a few classrooms that are set throughout the building that you can go to. But when those are filled up, the rest is just hallways that are you know as close to the center of the building as possible without any windows yeah because you can't have windows that's just a weapon yeah that's true because i think at some point oh yeah we had classes that if i was in a certain class we'd go here if like something got crazy because this room is like perfect yeah i think we did have drills like that dan yeah Okay. Something yeah. like that. They go to another class and then everyone else stands in the hallway. Yeah, those still happen, actually. They still happen. No, oh, we yeah, only had earthquake drills. Yeah. Yep. Just recently had one, actually. 
Well, yeah, because tornado season is just started or has started. Yeah, it'll get going. It's funny. Um, so it, in the South, you deal with storms and tornadoes. That's what you deal with. And in California, it's earthquakes and mudslides, stuff like and that. Wildfires. And wildfires. But you can't really do anything about wildfires. Yeah, it's or just happening. Just mudslides. Yeah. But, earthquakes is the only one you can kind of defend yourself against. Yeah. But it's crazy, y'all. Like when the earthquake was happening and I was in it, it's like someone was legit holding me and just shaking me lightly, like left and right. And I was like, yeah. what the it's fuck a gentle, is this? It's a sway. <laughs> it's, it's a gentle sway. Katie's like, oh, it's, it's earthquake. I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> it was weird, man. I'd rather, I'd rather see my death coming at me with a tornado than just staying in there. <laughs> it's just some You're... invisible person jiggling you. That's all. Yeah, That's just... what it is. It's weird. But like, we don't live in a big city, so the likelihood of dying from a from a earthquake earthquake is very very low yeah we're in a weird spot we'd be fine but yeah earthquakes are weird even when you're in a big city like all of our buildings are built with are meant to sway now so it's like not an issue oh that too things habitually sway and bend so it doesn't snap and break i'm like oh this building's shaking it's (laughs) it's weird stuff so uh that is weird to be if you've never been if you've never done this if you ever visit like la or san francisco whatever hotel you end up staying in i highly encourage you to stay in a like try to get a high floor and just sit and feel the sway of the building no it's crazy i would not like to do that i would not yeah i would not (laughs) that's a big no you have to really focus on the sway like you won't typically notice it but if it's really windy, you can, and it's pretty cool. Greg on the top floor just screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I would like to change rooms immediately, please. <laughs> I have shit myself. I would like another room. Thank you. Thank There's you. shit all over these walls, Ray. Yeah, I need a first floor. Thank you. Thank you. Free of charge. <laughs> oh, there's shit in that room. I don't know you, please. Immediately. <laughs> I need some extra tiles. Thank you. So, uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about tornadoes, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, we have one more natural disaster story, and this one's going to be a little bit newer and it should be spiffy. What up, Bella? Hi. Okay. So, we're going to do that. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll move on. I don't know what next month will be like genre wise we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out we'll do that so like always thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week with another disaster film okay bye guys bye yeah you said you chase storms i thought it was metaphorical that's it myself